The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. That's Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. Uh, you may know us as the publishers of Eckhart's Press and Chicago Author Solutions. You probably don't, actually, but that's what we do. That's our real jobs. Uh, but <laughs> no, no, people, everybody knows this, Rick. Everybody. No, come on. <laughs> but really what we are at our core is we are minutia enthusiasts. We are, uh, we are people that seek out and share just completely worthless information with each other and with everybody that we meet. Uh, cocktail parties, we're, we're well, very popular. Exactly, because we, yeah, we, we carry the conversations. Uh, people may not be enjoying it, but at least they have something to do. And, and everybody the, the, walks away with something of, of some sort of information that they can then share at a cocktail party somewhere else. Uh, it's like the ripple effect. We're, we're paying it forward. We're a <laughs> cocktail party minutia paying it forward we're like michelangelo uh we like when michelangelo did the sistine chapel right right yeah we paint minutia uh, we use minutia as the as the palette to paint the sistine chapel of worthless information wow How that, does it that is beautiful i think I, let me just wipe the tear away from the corner of my eye you know i just saw michelangelo as a the, Disney at Epcot. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if it was the real guy, um, but I went on a ride, and there was uh, a Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. So pretty sure the, I saw the real Michelangelo. What was Well, I've seen Peabody and Sherman. Have I've you? seen the way – I mean, seen him there. What ride were you on that Michelangelo was in there? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I went on – I went on only the rides that did not cause motion sickness. Like if they had a sign at the front that said, if you have high blood pressure or you are uh, have fear of heights, do not go on this ride. I take that seriously. <laughs> and I do not go on those rides. So what would you do, like the teacup ride? And yeah, it's was very, it world? was very much like that, yes. Yeah, well, well yeah. welcome back from Disney. Well, thank you. Um, did you see a lot of uh, fat white people? That's I what saw I remember. a ton of fat white people. And yeah. after we... After we finish this broadcast, I say we take all the money that we've made at Eckhart's Press and Chicago Author Solutions, and we put it all, invest it all in those scooters for fat people. <laughs> I mean, they had, there are so many scooters for fat people at Disney that they have special buses <laughs> that have like a scooter for fat people section in every bus. <laughs> do, do they have like, you know, they have carpool lanes. Do they have like fat, f white fat people lanes for the scooters at, at Disney to get quick? Uh, uh, yeah, sort of. And you sit there after a while and you see these guys, you know, come to the front of the line like, hey, I'm, I'm in a scooter and I'm fat. I'm like, hey, <laughs> what, I'm waiting. I've been waiting for 45 right. minutes. Right. Carbohydrates is not a disability, pal. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, I know. Well, hey, I'm, we're going to Disney in December and I'm just going to feel very svelte. I'm just gonna. Be, I'm, I'm gonna feel like uh, you will never Jack, have. You will never feel skinnier in your life. Yeah, Jack Lulane. Just like I never felt taller than when I visited Japan a little while ago. Well, you know, if you want to get fatter, we are going to be appearing at Taste of Chicago this weekend. Great segue. You are a radio professional. <laughs> you, the way that you, you did that, thank that you. was brilliant. I'm standing and bowing right now. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Can you tell people uh, about that, please? Yeah, we'll be there at two o'clock uh, on Sunday. We will be at the um, uh, we will be on the Untitled Hour 
with Doug, Hot Doug, and the Hitma- and the Hitmaker. Um, and uh, we'll be broadcasting live at 2 o'clock. It'll be near Buckingham Fountain. Uh, Rick, good news. We've got free parking. Fantastic. So we don't even have to pay anything. And hopefully there'll be free food there. Hot Doug will be there. Hoping he's bringing a big vat of duck fat fries. Yeah, duck fat fries. I just had his Jody Davis at the uh, at the Cubs game last time I went to uh, the bleachers. They, the Hot Doug sells the, the hot dogs in the bleachers now. Yeah, he's uh, he is really... He's big time. Like, he's the Paul McCartney of encased meats. He is. He is. I'm uh, looking forward to I mean, I've met him before when I've gone to the restaurant. He probably doesn't remember us, but we used to go there pretty uh, pretty regularly. We were there when uh, I used to go when it was the the when it was on Racine. His his shop was before the fire. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah we went uh, and Dane Placco, big fan. In fact, we tried to get a Dane Placco sausage and he wouldn't do it. And he wouldn't do it. We'll have to talk to him about it because we'll be on for an hour. And really, we're only we only have enough shtick for about 12 minutes. And even on our own show is only 30 minutes. <laughs> right. Right. So for 48 minutes, we're just going to have to make up things to say. So we'll talk about Dane Placco. Yeah. There's nothing better than a good Dane Placco. Um, well, Rick, um, I don't have being not a radio professional. I don't have a segue for this. Well, here. Um when you go to Taste of Chicago, you're going to see porta potties, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's this story. Kind of uh, think of this story when you go uh, use the porta potty. Nastiest things are here. Uh, this is the headline: Man licks the world's nastiest things to see if probiotics can keep him from getting sick. I'm okay. intrigued. Yes, you are. Uh, there's a travel host, a British travel host by the name of Ian Wright. And what Ian Wright is known for is going to countries all over the world and eating the most disgusting thing. And okay, that's his yeah. Sh- I've seen some of these shows on like yeah. a National Geographic channel right, or, or whatever. Food yeah. channel or yeah. whatever, Discovery. The, that's his shtick. He's like the he's the disgusting eating guy. Well, what happened is because he's known uh, this Finnish probiotics company, um, and the brand is called Jephilis. Do you know what probiotics is? Well, you do. You have a master. You have a medical degree. Yeah, from John no, Hopkins. Don't I, you? I actually don't. I hate to break this to you. Oh, I was, that's right. I have You're an a ad, contract. I have an advertising degree from okay, the University well, same of thing, Same thing. Uh, well, Jephilis, uh is a is a brand of probiotics, and basically, probiotics is good bacteria. Uh, you take it, and it and the good bacteria in your gut supposedly will fight off the bad bacteria in your gut. They're so like you're those, actually taking pills of bacteria. Yeah, but it's good bacteria. Okay. it's um, And Jephilis, which is this brand, they evidently contracted Ian Wright to go around Moscow licking the most nastiest things possible. Oh, my gosh. You, I mean, just you, you had me at Moscow. <laughs> right, exa- right, exactly. Well, here, let me tell you something. His first thing he does, Moscow toilet. He oh, licks Moscow Like a public toilet? toilet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, I oh, right. nasty. Do they even have toilets there? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, there's the picture, actually the screen grab on this article, which anybody can read uh, on ad, it's adweek.com, is a stall and the uh, just a rundown Russian oh, stall. He know? licked it? Yeah, he licked, yeah, he licked the, the, the seat. Oh he, my God. I don't, I don't, I, in fact, I can't even, can you, can <laughs> I'm like gagging just talking about it. Uh, I have the most 
active gag reflex <laughs> possibly in the world. Better than mine. You're great. Do you, do, you, get, do you get the morning gags every day? No. All right. Well, so you, take your take your expert gagging <laughs> and go back to wherever gaggy town that you think you belong in. You're not uh, right. even worthy to discuss gagging with me, Rick. You get you could take you could teach a gag class at Gag University. That's how I, much I am the Gagmeister General. Uh, are you still? Well, tell the audience. What is it like? Nine o'clock every morning, a gag. What? what, yeah, what? It's nothing to worry about. <laughs> like for like ten years, right? <laughs> More like thirty-five years. No, so it's nothing to worry about. So you're just going about your day, like watching, you know, the morning news or whatever, reading, and then all of a sudden nine o'clock comes and you start gagging, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't watch this video. <laughs> I don't think I will. So Ian Wright goes through all these different. He, he licks a Russian toilet. He licks a Russian um, Russian money. He, uh, he goes to a payphone. Oh, don't don't they the, say that money is like the most disgusting thing ever? Because it was so yeah, many he, people handle it. Well, he has this meter. Oh God, that, this, I, this is just grossing me out. Uh, he has this meter and he makes like a swab, and he takes his, takes a little swab from the meter and he swabs the the. The whatever item he's about to to lick, and he puts it in this machine, and it like does a readout, like thirty eight hundred and forty two or whatever. It's like some bacteria per metric unit or what? I don't I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, actually, the payphone, the um, ha- handset for the payphone was more dirty or dirtier than the toilet, the Russian wow. toilet. I don't know what's more shocking about that that they have payphones. <laughs> yeah, it's Russia. Precious to, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. Um, and he, uh, and he was fine, evidently. Uh, All right. Probiotic. So wh- while we're talking about this, I mean, you're, basically, they tried to think of the most disgusting things that they could think of, and have him lick that. Right. Basically, right. I've got a couple here. I was just writing them down while you were speaking. That uh, I would like him to try to lick, because these are the first one here. I just dealt with this recently. After a full year of high school, my middle son brought home his gym uniform. Yeah. Yeah. That he had not brought home all year long. Now, is it just the semester or the entire year? The whole year. So like he, he came even, home at Christmas. I'm like, did you bring home your gym uniform? Ah, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> and so it just sat there festering in his gym locker. For a year, and he had, you know, you have to wear it every day for gym class, and he was a really active, uh, you know, gym, you know, athlete. He loves to play soccer and baseball and and basketball, and he was really active, and he and he stinks just on a daily basis, just on a like, hey, how you doing? Oh, what's that smell? Oh, geez, have you heard of deodorant? <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? That's just okay. on a normal day. He handed me. The uh, the gym uniform and it uh, was so foul. Yeah, it was uh, it was it, the stink was so horrible that I started gagging. Um, thank you, and I'd yeah. like I'd like Ian whatever his name is to please come and lick that. You know my gym uniform would not at all be stinky, pristine. Yeah, it it would be <laughs> it would be. Uh, it comes from being picked last pretty much all my entire <laughs> high school career. Uh, now, and of course, swimsuits, you know, swimsuits can, can get fouled too, but not at Lane Tech in the 70s because we swam naked. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, that's good. So, yeah, well, Ian Wright uh, uh, should come over and lick Johnny's. <laughs> I got chips. one. I got another one for you. Imagine New Jersey Governor Chris Christie <laughs> is late <laughs> for a bus. Okay. <laughs> and he sees it halfway down the block. Yeah. And he runs as fast as he can to catch that bus. Wait, wait for me. Right. I'm the governor. He makes it a whole block. And then he yeah. finishes the block. And yeah. you're there. Ian is there at the corner. And he has to lick him. <laughs> Somewhere on his body. Anywhere on his actual oh, yeah. skin, he has yeah. to lick Chris Christie. Or go to Disney and just lick the fat white people on the scooters. <laughs> right? You know, uh, <laughs> fat people are people too. We don't want to. Yeah. We're not trying to say bad things about fat people because we're oh, bas- no. we're mean, basically skinny fat guys ourselves. Right. Exactly. So, so that is that was my uh, and 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 reading all this makes me realize that because of my gag reflex, yeah, I'd be the worst gay guy ever. Yeah, that's probably why we're not gay. Yeah, it's it's the gag reflex. It's not probably the only thing. The only reason we're not gay because basically we are gay in many other ways. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Except, well, except for the cleanliness part. Not really that. That's true. And we don't take good care of ourselves. Yeah, and we don't cook. Yeah. Okay, so uh, maybe we're not very gay. <laughs> All right, so I got some minutia for you. Funny town names. All right? This, it's an article that was written in the New York Times about a place called Dildo, Newfoundland. This is a real town. It's a fishing village of 1,200 people, and they're apparently very sensitive about their name, they they are they swear they were not named after a sex toy, mm-hmm. but they have no idea where the name came from. <laughs> if there was a guy named you know Joey Dildo, right, or you right. know, or if Dildo was uh, you know a Viking name for something or other, it's Newfoundland. Who knows? Yeah, right, right. But every uh, year they have a uh, they have a waterfront festival called Dildo Days, uh, and by the way, this year July twenty seventh to the thirty first. And even though the festival itself is kind of boring, it's just a bunch of ships, you know, uh, it's a big hit because they sell T-shirts called sa- saying, I survived dildo days. So they're very sensitive about their name, but it doesn't preclude them from profiting from it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Blow me. You're, you're not sensitive to your name. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, anyway, it got me to thinking about other town names that are funny uh, because, you know, Canada does not have this have the market cornered on funny names. And I found some funny American names. I want to run these by you. I'm going to do it in quiz form, Dave. So I'll give you four names of towns and you have to figure out which one of these towns is real or which one of these towns is fake. Okay. Three of them are real. Okay. Boring, Oregon, fancy pants, Vermont, disco, Tennessee, or Condemned Bar, California. One of those is fake. Okay, I, I've heard of Boring, Oregon. Okay, that's um, a town of 8,000 on Oregon, Route 212. Okay. Um, fancy Pants, Virginia. Wait, it was Fancy Pants, Vermont, Virginia, Condemned. Vermont. Conde- or, okay, Vermont. Disco, Tennessee, or Condemned Bar, California. You know, Disco, Tennessee, I bet that's true. Yes, it's an unincorporated community in Blunt County, Tennessee. Okay. Um, I would say Fancy Pants, 
Now, Condemned Bar is the fake one. Condemned Bar, California, is real. It's a oh. mining town from the Gold Rush era in the Sierra Nevada foothills. Fancy Pants Vermont is my fake name. So. I love Fancy Pants. Well, wouldn't you like to go to Fancy Pants Vermont? I bet you there are no Fancy Pants in Vermont. So it could be uh, a tourist attraction. Is, is, uh, well, is there, isn't there irony Pennsylvania? Yes, that's true. But that's there, not in I, my quiz. No, I know. But I'm saying that that would be ironic if in Fancy Pants Vermont, there's no Fancy Pants. That's true. That's, that was the comedy. See right. the, the the many many layers there. Lay all, yeah, that's uh, Dante's uh, comedy Inferno level three, my friend. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, we'll give you one more. Uh, these are three of these are real and one is fake. Husband, Pennsylvania. Heard of it? You have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it's real. Hell, okay. Michigan. Uh, Cranky okay. Corner, Louisiana, or Walgreens, Illinois. One is fake. So you made up fancy pants, right? I made up fancy pants, yeah. Uh, okay, I think in the same tone, you would have also made up Cranky Corner. Cranky Corner so, is real. Cranky Corner, no. Louisiana is in Tangia Pahoa Parish in Louisiana. Real Cranky, time. really? Yeah. What's the, what's the mascot for Cranky Corner High? <laughs> An old guy with dark socks and sandals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who right, screams, exactly. get off of my lawn! Right. Get, get, off, off. Yeah, uh, I can see the cheers. Right, it's just, uh, uh, what state is it in? Louisiana. Uh, yeah, yeah, the crank. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from my crawfish. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, right, it, the, the, their football stadium would call, be called the lawn, right? <laughs> exactly. Get off the, yeah, that's good. So Hell, uh, Michigan or Walgreens? Illinois. I'd say Hell, Michigan is fake. No, Hell, Michigan is real. Hell, Michigan is near Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's also near a town called Climax, Michigan. Walgreens, Illinois is fake, but Walgreens, Illinois is also uh, real in that there are hundreds and hundreds of locations of Walgreens in Illinois. So, uh, And uh, Walgreens is a proud sponsor of Minutia Men. Well, they will be after they hear this. Exactly, because right. we said nothing bad about Walgreens. I love Walgreens. Go to Walgreens all the time. Uh, I love it too. They should they should really advertise with. Them. And if they don't, I hate Walgreens. Exactly. We're CVS guys. Exactly. CVS so. is way better than Walgreens. Okay. What other minutia you got for us? Well, Rick, yeah, I'm 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 for the little man. You know what I mean, right? Because I mean, you I'm, are little, small minded, uh, uh, and I like uh, I like good shtick. And this is um, there's a comedian who probably was in need of. Publicity, because, well, comedians need publicity. His name is Jeff Wysaski, and he had a brilliant idea to get publicity for himself. He went around the Los Angeles Zoo, and he put up fake signs for animal fun facts. You know how you go to the zoo? In fact, when you went to Disney, I bet, in Animal Kingdom, you went, did you go to, you, you went to Animal Kingdom, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I went on the safari. Um, and yeah, right. And you know how you go when you... Every once in a while, we'll see a sign like at a zoo or at Disney or whatever that says, you know, the 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 hippo only eats blah, blah, blah or right, whatever. The hippo eats 5,000 pounds of uh, right. food every day. And was the name of a famous cub pitcher, Hippo Vaughn. Oh, very good. Which will be on the Just One Band Century uh, 
Actually, I think uh, Hippo Vaughn is part of Just One Bad Century today. So it, I think oh, yeah. I think we've I think we've done Just One Bad Century what eight times? Yeah, nine times. Hippo Vaughn is like every week. There's a Hippo Vaughn thing. But anyway, he's Jeff's- the greatest Hippo player of all time. So I'm not going to sit here and have you besmirch Hippo Vaughn. Um, I was going to say I was going to make a Rhino, but it's Ryan, not Rhino. Well, Rhino was his nickname. Okay, so we have a hippo and a rhino. That's right. Um, Top that. White Sox boy. Uh, what do the White Sox have? They have... Big Hurt. We yeah, we don't have any animals, yeah, do we? Your nicknames suck. And we really, right. Uh, so anyways, Jeff Wysaski goes around Los Angeles Zoo with these fake flyers, puts them on all, all over the place, fake Fun facts, animal fun facts, like, for instance, this one. And they're great. I mean, these flyers, they have the picture of the owl and they, you know, they have the little logo, the Los Angeles Zoo logo on the bottom. They have animal, you know, and has the big line, you know, animal fact. And this is the owl animal fact. All barn owls think that one line in the Friends theme song is I'll be there for you. (laughs) Don't tell them the truth. It would devastate them. Okay, that's cute, right? That's good. Uh, I like that. Here's one, a picture of a little, cute, little, adorable little duckling. Animal fact, if you give a tiny trombone to 76 ducklings, they will lead to the most adorable parade you've ever seen. <laughs> animal fact. That's a good gibbons, one. <laughs> yeah, ab, uh, animal fact, gibbons love soup. If you leave a pot of soup outside a gibbon will inevitably climb inside to bathe in the warm liquid and repeatedly shout, ee, 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 at the top of its lungs. This, of course, means I love soup in gibbonese. <laughs> this guy, this comedian. It's awesome. It's great. Has, I think uh, has indulged in uh, in our good friend Mary Jane. Has, yes, has it, met right, her. Right. Uh, uh, and right after he blew a couple of bongs, he said, did this one. America's first president, George Washington, was actually nine koalas stacked on top of each other. Uh, never trust a bear. They are very sneaky. If you don't see our bear in its pen, it means he's escaped. Oh, my God. He's right behind you. Don't turn around. Run! Those are good. Those are really good. Uh, you know, I can on. transition here because no, no, you no, just no, talked no, about a yet. bear. All right. All right. Go ahead. Not yet, not yet. The southern crested screamer can see ghosts. That's why it screams. It is constantly bombarded with the haunting images of the undead that constantly <laughs> surround us. And uh, uh, oh, here's a good one. I got two more good ones, and okay. then you can. Okay, go ahead. And then and then you can seg. Um, penguins appear to have tuxedos because they are slowly evolving into 1920s <laughs> business tycoons. In 30 years, they'll have monocles. In 60 years, disdain for the poor. And this is my all-time favorite, best for last. Flamingos. Flamingos are monogamous, except for Philip, that cheating bastard. (laughs) That's really funny. I imagine walking around the Los Angeles Zoo and seeing those. And Jeff Wysaski is getting the publicity that he deserves. It was. uh, Did he get in trouble? uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Even if he got in trouble, that would. That would extend the legend. That's true. All right. Well, uh, c- congratulations to Jeff. It is so time now. What about now. the bear? What's what about that? the bear? Well, I was going to. I mean, this is this is now. It's now. It's a terrible segue. Now you're now you're forcing it. 
now I'm mocking. I'm mocking the seg. Yeah, see, this you, you could never become a radio professional because you missed the window uh, for the segue. But it is and actually also the time now. And also it, the window for radio. There's oh, no it's more. never too late, Dave. You're only in your 50s. Uh, it is time now for Just One Bad Century. Time now for a collection of cub geekness. This is Just One Bad Century with Rick and Dave. JustOneBadCentury.com is a website that I have uh, written all of the material. It's all Cubs minutia. Every cub ever is profiled at JustOneBadCentury.com. And if that sounds like a complete waste of time, you are correct. How long of a waste of time did it take you? About a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that is, there is no, I've never done anything in my life that has been a bigger waste of my time than uh, writing that stuff. But if you're a Cubs fan, you'll enjoy it. But, it, you know, just know that I, I took a bullet for you <laughs> Yeah, when uh, I wrote all that stuff. And you were thinking of them when you were doing it, actually. I, I was. I was. That was for my fellow Cubs fans. This is a story this week in Just What Bad Century, something that happened this week in, at Wrigley Field in 1917. And yes, Hippo Vaughn is involved. See. But Hippo Vaughn is not the star of this story, Dave. The star of this story is something that happened in one time in all of baseball history. And that is in one game, three NFL Hall of Famers played in a baseball game, a regular Major League Baseball game at Wrigley Field, the Cubs against the Reds. The Cubs had a future football Hall of Famer named Patty Driscoll who played second base for the Cubs. It was not a great second baseman. I think he hit about 070. But he was a great football player and played for the Bears and the Cardinals and is in the Hall of Fame. The Reds had two guys. They had Jim Thorpe, who everybody knows Jim Thorpe. Mm -hmm. Jim Thorpe, All-American. I I believe Ronald Reagan played him in a movie. Did you ever see that? that? Jim Thorpe, All-American? That's not the Gipper. No, no, it's a different one. I think he. I'm pretty sure. I'll have to look that up. But Jim Thorpe was a was one of the greatest athletes of all time. He played uh, football and well enough to get into the Hall of Fame. But he was also a collegiate uh, star in every sport and an Olympian. He won Olympic gold medals. And for a couple of seasons, he played. I think actually only one season. He played with the Cincinnati Reds and was a uh, an outfielder for them. His claim to fame and his time in baseball was in a game between Hippo Vaughn and Fred Tony. You remember this game, Dave? Yeah. These two pitchers pitched a double no-hitter, meaning both pitchers, nine innings, no hits. When it finally got into the extra innings, the only hit of the game was by Hippo or was by Jim Thorpe. And it was the the game winning hit off of Hippo Vaughn, who lost a double no-hitter. Now, what what inning was it? It was the 10th inning. So now, does Hippo Vaughn get credit for a no-hitter? No, you don't, right? Not anymore. Not anymore. But in those days, it was still considered a no-hitter because he made it nine innings. Okay. Um, And then uh, the other guy who played in this game was uh, Greasy Neal. Love that name. It's a great name. Yeah. He was a member of the 1919 World Champion Reds. Dave, you remember that team? No, I blocked that one out. They 19, beat the 19. Chicago White Sox in the, no, I'm in not the listening. World uh, Series uh, that was cheated on. Yeah, um, yeah. But Greasy Neal then went on to become a NFL head coach, uh, led the Philadelphia Eagles to two championships in 1948 and 1949. 
and he is in the NFL Hall of Fame. And on, on this week in 1917, all three of those guys played in a eight to five Cubs victory, or eight to five Reds victory over the Cubs. You know, how Field. many times, and you probably don't know this, and if you do, then you really are a minutia guy. Three major league Hall of Famers played in the same game. I mean, I'm sure it happens. It, it happened every day. Uh, in 1969, right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess that's really not minutia. Yeah, it's not really not that interesting. But it's All time right. for Celebrity Potpourri, which is often interesting. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So Celebrity Potpourri works this way. I have written down the names of every celebrity that I ever met on little pieces of paper, thrown them in a bowl, given the bowl to Dave. And Dave, each week, will pull a name out because Dave loves hearing these celebrity stories. And I have to tell that story. Whatever it is, good story or bad, rolling the dice, who do you have for us this week? Uh, well, this better be good because I love this guy. Uh, SCTV's Martin Short. Okay, Martin Short. I have several stories about Martin, so if you want to throw him back into the bowl, you can. Okay. I'll, I'll focus on the most recent story that I have with him, and that was about 12 years ago when I was uh, still with John Landecker's show. We were moving from studios uh, from 180 North Michigan into the Prudential Plaza. And for about six months, we were in these decrepit studios in which they would take little pieces of our control board out to put into the new studio. They were building like the Starship Enterprise Mm-hmm. at the Prudential Plaza, just this beautiful new studio. And we just had to suck it up for a few months. And every day we'd come in and they'd say st- something to us like, hey, uh, no more celebrity phone calls because, you know, the hotline doesn't work anymore. Or, hey, you can't take any regular phone calls from your listeners, which is really what was like the the most important part of our show. Would they just tell you that in the morning when you walked in? Or Yeah, we'd get a note. Say- <laughs> yeah, we, we took the phone out. The phone is now over at the new studio. So for a couple of weeks, just do a show with no phone. <laughs> so we were really looking forward to getting into this Starship Enterprise. Yeah. And I was looking forward to it so much because part of my job was booking these celebrities. And it was an important part of our show. We liked meeting these guys. So I booked Martin Short uh-huh. for the day that we came into the new studio. It, it was He was going to be like our... our our guest christening uh, the new studio because we all loved Martin Short. And oh, he's, he's huge. He's he'd huge. been on the show before, and he was always funny. He was always funny. Uh, he, at this time, was not in town, so we called him at his house, or, and he called in. Um, but what happened was when we got into the new studios, uh, the studios looked beautiful. They, were, they had flashing lights. They had uh-huh. these beautiful consoles. Um, it looked like, uh, you know, I was afraid to even touch them because they were uh-huh. so beautiful. After, Adam, you're pretty, you're pretty technical though. <laughs> well, I'm not technical. <laughs> you're right about that. But I did have, uh, you know, a technical producer on the show, Vince Argento, who is incredibly technical. Right. And the first thing we did when we got there that morning was we checked out all the, you know, the machines. We could play the music. Everything was fine. We could receive the phone calls, but... We could not put any phone calls on the air. There was something that was disconnected that they had not connected yet, and we couldn't get hold of any engineers, and Martin Short was about to call. 
So Martin Short calls me, and I have to explain the situation to him. And I said, well, Martin, I'm sorry. We can't really put you on the air because we have a new studio, and we can't figure out how to get you yeah, on right. the air. It looks great. Yeah. The studio looks you great. You see it. But... It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And then John Landecker was a few feet away from me, and he says, tell him to call my cell phone. I go, Okay. So I gave Martin Short uh, the cell phone number of John Records Landecker, and he called him up. And John conducted the entire interview on his cell phone, where he would ask him a question into the into the voice bottom part of the cell phone, right up next to the microphone, uh-huh. and then he would hold the phone up to the microphone so that Martin Short's answers could be heard through the microphone. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I know. Did, did it? I mean. It sounded great. I mean, he it really it sounded fantastic, and and I, I really, I, I you know how much I admire John. But that day, I really he really showed me something. Uh-huh. He made you know lemonades out lemonade out of lemons. It was it was unbelievably great performance on his part. And Martin Short found it hysterically funny. Oh, I'm sure. And he would say stuff like, "What what company do you work yeah, for?" Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, you've got a post. Wait, you're in Chicago, right? This is the third <laughs> biggest market in in America. And what if we work for CBS Radio, and our company is so cheap that we do not have an engineer on duty to come in here and fix this? You've got to post. Do you have the audio? I think Vince has it somewhere. That you was a that was a really funny interview. Post it on Martin Short's birthday or something. I'll see if I can find it, or I'll ask Vince if he if he can find it. Um, but anyway, uh, that is my celebrity potpourri story for this week, and that's it for our minutia men. But it's not the end of minutia men for this week because we are appearing. Let's not forget. Uh, yeah, we'll be there. Uh- oh, by the way, someone's at the door. Hey, really? hey, Sean, can you answer that, please? Yeah. Yeah. My son Sean is not going to go answer the door. The dog is going crazy. Hey, interview. This is our first interview. <laughs> uh, it's his little friend, Edward, who lives down the street. Get Edward on the line. <laughs> no, I don't want Edward in the uh, house. Uh, <laughs> we will be um, uh, this Sunday. We will be at Buckingham Fountain, near Buckingham Fountain. To We'll be broadcasting live on the Untitled Hour, Doug uh, Hot Doug's Untitled Hour with the Hitmaker. And uh, we'll be there from 2 to 3 o'clock. Uh, and we get free parking. I think I've mentioned it before. That's a, it's a win-win. Do we get a, do, we should we should get scooters? Yeah, fat do we get scooter? do we get scooters? Yeah, I, hey, I you know I think that while your elephant, how's your elephantitis doing? Oh, it was actually pretty bad down in Disney. I, I, I'm like a I'm like a sniff away from a scooter myself. Uh, and the gout. Have you ever had your gout and your elephantitis on the same day? Yeah, it happened this weekend. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, so you're hobbling. I was, I was, I was walking like a 95 year old man. Good really? times. But uh, the good thing about Disney is it's not a lot of walking. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to go to Disney in, uh, December. I am going to, this is kind of a off topic here, but I am going to, every time I see one of those workers, you know how you see those workers that say, you know, Sid, you know, S- Sylvia from Panama city or whatever. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, sure. I'm going to ask them and go, excuse me, do you have any gift shops around here? And I am going to video their reaction because there is a gift shop <laughs> every four freaking feet at Disney. <laughs> you, know, you know what is funny about uh, the, the stores at Disney? All like all the rides and all the, uh, 
you know, the, what do you call them? Uh, the places to, to see, you know, exhibitions, exhibitions, exactly. All that stuff. Those all close at like nine o'clock, yeah. but the stores, they oh, stay no. open until two in the morning. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, it is a machine. Off, oh, the, the mouse is in your pocket. The minute you get off the plane, <laughs> I mean, it, it uh, I, well, when we when, and seriously, when you get off the plane, the first thing you see is a Disney gift shop in the airport, and my kids always beeline right for the gift shop immediately. Now, did you trade pins? What does that mean? What do you mean? You, you don't pins the Disney pins. You don't trade the pins. No, I don't, we didn't get any Disney pins. Did you notice like people walking around with like hundreds of pins around there? No. <laughs> It's like a, a huge thing. You you get pins, and then if you see somebody like if you go to a if you see somebody that has a pin that you want, you would go up to them and go, "Hey, I've got this, you know, nineteen ninety seven uh, Olympia or whatever pin. Can I trade that for that?" Seriously, this is I, like I, a- no. This is all. I mean, I was only there six days. <laughs> I, have, I never. I didn't notice anything of the sort. Yeah, I mean, did you notice that all the workers have pins all over there? No, their- I didn't notice that. You went to D I S N E Y, right? Yes, Disney. Uh, uh, yes, Disney World. I uh, was at Epcot Center. That's where I saw Michelangelo. I was at. Uh, I was at. Uh, wait, wait, the you Animal saw Kingdom. You yes. saw Michelangelo. Oh, sure. I was on a ride where uh, it was like the history of mankind at Epcot Center. And part of the history was going through the Renaissance period, and Michelangelo was painting the ceiling. It might not have been the real Michelangelo. <laughs> uh, you know, Epcot. I'm not. I'm not a huge Epcot guy. That's Epcot is too learny for me. I like Epcot. Much, well, the German. The German. That's where we had dinner. We had dinner in Germany, right. and they right. had an all-you-could-eat German buffet for thirty-eight right. bucks. Yeah, which is yeah. not cheap. Thirty-eight no. bucks. That's a lot of borscht. Yeah, but for Disney, it actually is cheap. But they had an Alphorn. You know, they had the uh, they had the guy with the cowbells doing the Schneewalzer. You know, and, it was awesome. They, it was they, it, it's cheaper than going to Germany, right? Uh, and they had all the beer too. And they, they did have the beer. Yes, yes, they the, did. Uh, yeah, but other than the booze, Epcot, yeah, Epcot's just too. I don't know. It's too cultural for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I um. Yeah. I, I. I'm more of a. You know. Rock and. Did you do the rock and roller coaster? No. I don't do How any of the rides. I have uh, emotion sickness problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> scooters. <laughs> we gotta get these scooters. Well, I, would uh, you be able to do the scooters without motion sickness? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I could handle the scooters as long would as I kept a- it slow. Would you be able to drive the scooter with your gout and your elephantitis? Would you be able to put the... To find out more about Rick and Dave, check out uh, EckhartsPress.com and ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at MinutiaManPodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano from Opie Productions, our distributor, Ed Silla, from the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, RadioMisfits.com. Uh, if you find us online, please uh, rate us or subscribe to us or say nice things about us. Um, and as as Tony pointed out to me in an email this week, if they say bad things about us, it also helps our rankings. Right. So There's feel no free bad. to say bad things. 
Yeah, there's no bad publicity. Dave will cry. Dave will cry. You you cannot handle criticism. I you know what you know what uh, you just criticized me and I'm going to handle that. Okay. All right. I can. I sure can. And don't forget to come out and see us at uh, Taste of Chicago on Sunday as part of the uh, Untitled Hour podcast with Hot Doug and the Hit Banker. And tune in again next week for another episode. What? 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 What do you mean I can't take criticism? (laughs) Tune in again next week for another episode of. Minutia, but maybe you can't give criticism yeah, very well. I think, you think I can, of that? Well, I can give it real well. I'm German. <laughs> the proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? The Untitled Hour with Hot Doug and the Hitmaker. We're going to be at the Taste of Chicago. Be sure to join Hot Doug and the Hitmaker as they welcome their guest, Rick and Dave from Minutia Men, live from the Taste of Chicago at Buckingham Plaza in Grant Park on Sunday, July 10th at 2 p.m. Come out and join the fun. They're also, I think, giant turkey legs. Mm, yeah, and available. hopefully some corn on the cob. Oh, one can only hope. With uh, some kind of garlic salt business. Oh, I do like, I do like garlic salt. Yeah. Well, Almost those garlic. Those two great things. Whatever the following word is, like I'm in. Garlic pepper, garlic salt, garlic Garlic. Bread. I bought some. I was at the store. Garlic sesame sticks. That delicious. sounds great. They are delicious. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Radiomisfits.com.